China has several strategic goals in conducting political warfare. Probably the most important is preservation of the Chinese Communist Party's rule. But in addition to that is to expand Chinese influence and to weaken the U.S. as part of balance of power competition. Hi, I'm Seth Jones, director of the International Security Program, and I'm here to talk about my most recent report, Competing Without Fighting, China's Strategy of Political Warfare. This report offers the most comprehensive analysis of Chinese political warfare efforts, primarily against the U.S. homeland. Those actions can include intelligence operations, disinformation, covert action, economic coercion, and a range of steps that don't involve troops on a battlefield or destroyers and aircraft carriers fighting each other in a conventional war. They're the activity that happens below that, but what's important is that these efforts are designed to weaken an adversary as part of balance of power competition. China has several strategic goals in conducting political warfare. Probably the most important is preservation of the Chinese Communist Party's rule. But in addition to that, and I think this really gets to this aspect of political warfare, is to expand Chinese influence and to weaken the U.S. as part of balance of power competition. We decided to write the report for at least two major reasons. One is that the more we looked into the effort of what the Chinese are doing inside and around the U.S. homeland, the more concerned we got about the extent of it. The other is how much of the focus recently has been on Taiwan and the possibility of war with Taiwan. And while important, that misses all of the other things going on that's actually happening not in 2027, where some believe the Chinese might be willing to use force, but now and next week and next month on an hourly basis. So it really is that combination of the extent of the problem and the daily and hourly reality of that problem that made us want to write it now. For U.S. policymakers, I think the most important initial step is to take this more seriously than the U.S. has taken it and to start to make changes quickly because the U.S. is way behind the curve on both identifying the threat and then responding. So there are a couple of things we look at. One is to ground any U.S. response in democratic principles and democratic values. It's important in countering really what's an authoritarian government's actions in the U.S. homeland. A second is to increase and improve the U.S.'s defensive measures, including significantly increasing the counterintelligence resources that organizations like the FBI have, because I think they're heavily under-resourced right now. A third is to conduct a more effective offensive campaign against the Chinese, because I think they're vulnerable in many areas. And then a final one is to deepen relationships with U.S. partners, including countries like Australia, South Korea, Japan, and India, which are really important allies in this effort to combat and respond to Chinese political warfare. To read the full report, Competing Without Fighting, China's Strategy of Political Warfare, please visit CSIS.org. <laughs>